I want to go where culture is. It's going to be for us, but also for young people. We are millennials. Yes, we can. This place is freaking awesome. Real happy you like it. You better lawyer up, asshole. Gotta reach your threshold and run past it. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fan Behavior. I am Zoe, and as always, I am here with Hannah. Hi. Um, we're back to regular scheduled programming. We haven't done fan info in a long time. I know it's been a while. So we're just gonna get right into it. Would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go. Um, okay. So my fan moment of the week. And maybe we could do a bit of a refresher for maybe people who don't know what this what this segment is, because I don't know if we have new listeners. And like I said, haven't done it in a while. Our fan moment is something that happened to us in the week that we that made us happy. Like yeah. a smile, um, kind of our rose of the week. Our foe, obviously, the thing we don't like, didn't like. So my fan moment is something that just happened to me, actually, not less than two hours ago yes i was at cbs um dropping off some which for international listeners is a like a pharmacy like a drug yeah like a drugstore convenience store kind of situation yeah um and i was dropping off some film to get developed and i was at the counter and i was wearing my mercedes hat which i have on right now and um this older man probably in his late 70s comes up to me and he was like, are, are you a Mercedes? And I kind of forgot that I had this hat on because honestly, it was a very late minute decision to put this. Hat. I just like grabbed it and I haven't washed my hair in a yeah. little while. So threw it on. And um, I was like, yeah, I, I am. I, I, I was like, I, I am a, a, a Lewis fan. And um, he was like, oh my gosh. He's like, I, uh, I have not like ever seen anybody wearing f1 merch around town before um and i was like oh yeah you know i i recently got into it and he revealed to me that he's been a f1 fan for over 40 years i asked him if he was a mercedes fan he said no i'm a ferrari fan my family's italian so what i i didn't get into the deets of the situation you know we didn't sit down and have a coffee together but i um what from what i gathered is maybe his his family his uh, is obviously from Italy and grew up Ferrari fans, and then his father or mother, whoever, kind of passed it down onto him. Um, and uh, and so he he shared with me that he loves Ferrari, but his favorite driver is Sebastian Vettel. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, very brief conversation. But as he was walking away, he he goes, "You just made my day." Oh, it's so sweet. He's going to talk about it for like, and weeks. it was so sweet, and it was like such a like. It was obviously very sweet that he came up to me and asked me that. But it was also like, I wasn't going to wear this hat. Like, I didn't, yeah. I wasn't thinking of it, you know, and I threw it on. I was like, oh my God, if I had not worn this hat, he would have obviously never known that I was a Mercedes fan or that I liked F1. Um, and, you know, he would have had a terrible day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was very sweet That's and very so nice. cute to, um, to, for him to come up to me. And I, and I do wish, I mean, I, of, of course, came back and I told you and, talking to my parents about it and they're asking a million questions like i had sat down with him for an hour but i do wish i would have I, I mean i don't know what i would have said to no him i get it. like yeah you know um but uh and i should I hope we run him, into him again one of us i know i know and i should have told him that um i have a podcast that you could listen to but mm. and I, I i'm not even sure what his name is but to that man out there you made my day so thank you That's so sweet yeah uh all right your fan niall horan is back 
He is. When I his TikTok, when he was like, hello, lovers, I was like, ah, I smiled for like an hour. Um, <laughs> so that's really it. I'm just like, he's doing a great job on TikTok. Yep, um, and it just made me really excited to see that he's back. And I am, yeah, I'm excited for um to hear what his new album is. And I just love him and Louis Capaldi being friends. And anyway. Yes. Just love him a lot. He's he's fantastic. Yeah. Can't wait for that new era of Niall. And I appreciate that he like Harry's so private, whatever, and he just his whole shtick on social now is really just his like professional tour photo or whatever. But I am glad that you have Niall to Yeah, because like I just fun. miss Niall and Harry's interviews so much. Um it's a good question, that one. Yeah. And um, like I just loved them on press tours and stuff. So I'm glad we at least get one part of that duo still in the wild on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's holding it together for he sure everybody is. else. Um okay. My foe. You're hearing this when you hear this, it'll, it's a couple weeks down the road but at the time of recording um daylight savings just ended yeah and oh my god i hate it and we haven't even experienced the first night i know but it's been it's been starting yes and i have been in in a blah mood the last couple of weeks for other reasons but i also attribute that to the weather changing, the days getting shorter. But now that we're in this phase where it's going to be dark by 5 p.m., PSA, this is a plea to all my friends who know me. Please message me and talk to me and reach out to me because I might not be well, bitch, um, this yeah. winter. So just think of your At fellow... Least we have weekly hangs. Think, yes. Think of your fellow sad sufferer, seasonal affective disorder sufferers out there and just reach out to them because they're going to need you now more than ever in these literally dark times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually dark. And I will say like, I don't know if I've just like noticed it. Like maybe this happens to me every year and I don't realize it, but I, I think it's like for some reason it, I've just felt it a lot more than normal and i'm just like oh it's dark that's stupid like this is really dumb i don't like this at all i think it's also hard for me because i well one i work from home which now obviously you do as well and so you just you're you naturally spend a lot of time inside right um because of that which i enjoy working from home but then i I always look forward to after work it's like my routine there's like a trail area very close to my apartment and i just go there and i'll go for a run or i'll go for a nice long walk and i'll listen to like a podcast and it's just something i do every day to like get outside one but also just for my own mental well-being Mm -hmm. but when it's dark by the time my work day ends you can't do i can't do that yeah and so it just throws everything into flux and it's just I, and we talked about this before on other episodes, but I'm just, I don't like the cold. Yeah. Do you replace well. it like with a lunchtime walk? Like, are you able to I, do that in I your can schedule? Do, I can do like a short abbreviated version, but it's not the same. It's not the same. I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to go and drive and take like an hour to go do something. I'd have to like take a 20 minute walk around my apartment, like, you know, outside, which is fine, but it's not the vibe. It's not the vibe. So just you know think of me during these hard times yeah and also just on that note um this is like such a paternal or like a yeah pater- pater- that's father Maternal? parental thing to do oh. but like my dad for like years was like you need to take vitamin d you need to yeah, take vitamin I, d I blah blah that. and i will say that i for probably a year now have been taking vitamin d consistently and um 
I feel like it does help, especially at this time of year. And it does help me not get sick as often. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, wreck. It's pretty inexpensive. And I will say, apparently, again, this is my this is where my dad deep dives into like research. I think this is where, but um, if you take it, it is enhanced or like the effects of it do better if you take it with something that has fat in it. Okay. So if you like, I don't always, I'm not always hungry for breakfast, but I like to take it in the morning. So they make vitamin D that's in like a olive oil or fish or like I think it's an olive oil capsule or something and those are um, good because it gives you like the most effects of it so got it good to know yeah and I also is our supplement corner I just (laughs) I also just need to like be very adamant about myself about like doing stuff like having other things that I can do like a routine wise that get me out of the house that don't involve necessarily like the walk but it's like some other thing I can do to like just kind of keep me mentally in check yeah well it's also hard to like when you have something that you look forward to every day and then all of a sudden that has to be changed because like from a safety perspective or like a weather perspective like you just can't do it anymore it's kind of like okay well what do i look forward to now right yeah finding (laughs) well and you know what i mean but it's just like on a daily basis i'm someone that's very much it i I, i'm a like routine person i kind of like to follow a routine at least during like my work week um schedule and so when you kind of feel like something was taken out of your routine it's yeah. like whoa i don't know how to go forward but anyway so yeah just you well, keep us posted maybe um Thanks. you can make that a little series of how you're getting through sad i'm, I'm kind of serious because so i know you're not the only person who goes I'm through sure it i'm not i'm sure i'm not um so yeah anyway your foe um this is like not fun uh aaron carter died i know yesterday sad. as we're recording this yes. and um I know that Aaron before his passing like hit a real dive and was struggling with addiction and definitely came off on socials as if he'd lost it. I think he was struggling with some mental health issues, etc. Um, but I think this was like Kobe Bryant's death, even though I was I'm not a big sports fan, like really shook me to my core. Like, and I think it was also just the timeline in which he passed away that obviously he's a t- significant person, but I didn't really have any sort of personal connection to him, but his death like really shook me well, up. It was, it was just, just COVID. Like, and, I think well, it was... and also, well, it was right before COVID. Oh, it was right. January. You're right. Um, but also it was, it was how tragic it was. Totally. And his daughter being with him. Totally. Other families that were with him. And it's, it's very different. I, I shouldn't say it's different, but like when someone passes because of like a substance issue or yeah. an addiction or even like an illness, We've all, I think, to some degree, have been affected by people passing yeah. under those circumstances. But when it's something as tragic as like a helicopter crash, right. you just you just can't even fathom it. Right. So, and you're so, just kind of like, but why didn't you just not? Yeah, right. it's just a lot. But right. um, I think obviously, like, I remember where I was when Michael Jackson died. And like, that was tragic. But for me, it didn't affect like Aaron Carter was the first poster I had on my wall. Right. And like, I know that sounds so silly, but um, Aaron Carter was a very big deal for me when I was for, a kid. I mean, and for so many, yeah, people. Backstreet Boys. And yeah. so I was like, really, I did cry a little bit yesterday when I found out I was really sad. And I, I think for me, too, it was also like, you know, I'd see him on TikTok, whether he was on live or just on my for you page or whatever. And I was just like, man he is not well like he is hurting and so and i think too like seeing nick carter's statement today it just like really their family is so broken or and maybe they've got they have had such a history of struggle like their sister died did they have two sisters that died or was it just one i don't i I know leslie died 
And I but think maybe I, I don't know. Think I don't can't remember if Leslie was Aaron's twin or not. I think his twin is still alive. Okay. So it was just I just remember there was just like so much brokenness in their family and they didn't have a great relationship with their parents. And I think Aaron's mental health caused a lot of like fear for his siblings. And I think there was like a restraining order. at it. So it just also makes me sad that at the end, like he didn't really have a relationship, at least with Nick. He made it seem like they didn't really have a relationship. But I don't know. It just makes me really sad. And this is the side of like fame that I think is so it's not talked about enough. Like I I laugh when we talk about like the bachelor or love Island or whatever, that all of a sudden these people are catapulted into fame. And there's this like huge outcry from the public of like, you need to make sure that these people are covered from a mental health perspective. Right. But why aren't we talking about that for like anybody else? Like, Justin Bieber was also catapulted into fame. Aaron Carter sort of didn't have a choice because his brother was famous. And it seemed like they're from the story I understand is their parents were just basically trying to, you know, right. farm them out basically as a, as an entertainment source so that they could pay bills from it. And I just think it's really sad that like, I don't know. It just like the fact that he just basically died in his house by himself and very sad. It's uh, just terrible. So that was actually very hard for me yesterday and um just thinking about all of the people in his world and, and sad. The fans that yeah that for sure because i do think i mean he was still putting out music like i haven't listened there's a few songs that have come out in the last handful of years that i've listened to and and like but um but i don't know it was just weird too because i feel like i've heard a lot of aaron like old aaron carter stuff like recently come kind of come back up and so to know that and i was thinking about the like the scene from house of carter that we always laugh about i'm like can we even like ever laugh about that anymore it's like so and you can i mean you know about that too um but anyway so that is just that's really bummed me out and honestly like really shocked me it was always sent me the uh screenshot from e-news and i i I was i literally gasped and i just started i was just like oh my god like that's so terrible um anyway so that was hard and sucks and um Yeah, it just makes me think, too, about, like, the other people that I, like, obviously, like, in my personal life, but celebrity people that I'm fans of, like, I'm I'm not going to be not well, bitch, when Harry Styles, or, like, if I can't live through a driver, like, all of the, just the people that we love, I'm just, like, yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. That's Like, I can't even, as a... As a Kobe admirer, but not really a fan of sports, I cannot even imagine what not only his family obviously and his close friends but, how but like what the fans fan. went through right. with that like i just truly can't imagine and i had the smallest glimpse sure. of that yesterday and i am just not excited no. about well let's not put that out there no of course not but i mean it's just life yes. like i'm not manifesting any that's of that, but... why we do not put tractors on a formula one track say it louder for the people in the back and that's also like be nice to people I don't know what I mean look I feel like for the most part anyone who's listening to this is not the people that like need to hear this message but if you have an issue with something that someone posted scroll past it or if you really feel like you have to get it out of your system send it to a friend and bitch in your dms but like the cruel nastiness that is just spewed on the internet it's just it's disgusting and horrible and I think it affects people more than People anyway, but that tangent doesn't matter for right now. Sorry. It's okay. Check on your friends too. Yeah. Check on your friends. Yeah, and your friends. Okay, uh, talk about your fan corner. Okay, fan corner. So 
again, right now, current time of recording, it has not come out yet, but it is about, but by the time this comes out, it will have come out. But The Crown season five it is? is coming out on Wednesday. I did not know that. Yes. And I am very excited for that to come back. Obviously, I can't, I'm not a fan of it yet because it hasn't dropped, but I'm a fan of the show and I'm especially excited just to see the whole Diana yeah. situation. Wait, I haven't seen any trailers. How have I missed that? Oh, you no, haven't? I haven't seen any oh, trailers I'll, I'll, or anything. I'll, I'll show you it after this. It's oh, I'm excited. Good. Are they covering like the D- Diana's death? Yes. Oh, yes. So Elizabeth my. Debicki, do you know who she is? She's like the very, she was in Great Gatsby. She played yes. Jordan. Yes, yes, yes. So she's playing Diana. Um, They're obviously changing oh, wow, all she'll the be, cast. She'll be great. She'll be good. Yeah. Um, and uh i really love that show and yeah and i think it's so well done and so interesting and i think i think as we've gotten closer to current like current times i become more and more interested in yeah. the in 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 the show because i'm like more and more familiar with the story um so anyway i'm just excited for that to come back have they talked how far are we going like are they they're I, not going to get into like they, Meghan and harry stuff are well, they they originally said they're going to do season six mm. um and they did cast um they did cast like a young like a prince william and kate middleton i think like college age. okay so i don't know how far they're going to go in season six like but you know i i am curious like will they go further also because the queen, queen just passed away. right like, I, I i wonder if there's a desire to continue the story so who knows but yeah cool i'm excited for it yep all right you're a fan um kind of a random one and like these people aren't new but um i've really i've kind of been on the periphery of like the vlog squad kind of crew people for a while but specifically i like love matt king i think we should protect him at all costs and i'm just a huge fan and i've recently come across the three podcasts that he does which are hoot and a half which he does with mike sheffer who i think is his manager or friend or something um unfiltered which he does with heath zane and mariah and then good influence and this makes sense obviously if you know who all these people are but um and then good influences which he does with carly aaron and mike and i just love them they've become a really like i've learned that i actually chatting podcasts actually really help me with work productivity Mm. um more than like listening to music and i can't it's nice because they just kind of chat about i mean sometimes there's a topic but they're sort of just talking um and for some reason that's easy because i don't have to necessarily like be dialed in and focused on it but um yeah just a huge fan of those um and his girl uh fiance now they just got engaged which was really sweet um her name's patricia and she has a podcast too can't remember what it's called i think grits and glam or something which is also good but anyway um if you're looking for uh just a funny really relaxed low-key podcast um give it a whirl all of them all three of them good influences is probably my favorite but love it anyway all right shall we get into our episode yeah i'm excited so um go yeah so today we're talking about book talk yes and book talk has been something that i have found to be very interesting i feel like um zoe and i've talked about it like she knows what like what it is obviously i feel like it's affected my personal world more than has yours because you were already sort of a natural reader um it's really brought back my love of reading um and just like i don't know it's just been a really fun way to kind of it's a talk about books again yeah Yeah. and and it's it's definitely a phenomenon and um and i i think you're gonna get into the definition but yeah but it um it's definitely 
kind of i mean this might sound overly extreme but it's kind of like revolutionized it has the literary world yeah no it's it's crazy yeah. so um i just for anyone who doesn't know what this is or whatever i got the definition of wikipedia so this is the for sure completely accurate definition of book talk yes um so wikipedia says book talk is a sub community on the app tiktok hence the name focused on books and literature creators make videos reviewing discussing and joking about the books they read these books range in genre but many creators tend to focus on young adult fiction young adult fantasy and romance the community is cited with impacting the publishing industry and book sales which speaking which is kind of what zoe just alluded to and i just wanted to um one of the statistics that I saw is that in 2021, BookTok helped authors sell 20 million printed books, which is that alone, I think is so crazy because the printed, like the industry of like printing books and bookshops and all that has like, I feel like it was really dying. And I think BookTok kind of brought it back. Um, and then it goes on to say that this year in 2022, those sales are up another 50%. Wow. Which I think is really crazy. Um, crazy. Yeah. So I guess before we get into like all of the other stuff, we always like to dive into the origin story with, and for this one, since Zoe's not like totally on book talk, but just like book, if you, what your association with book talk is, and then just reading in general, kind of like where that all started sure, for you. For sure. Yeah. So I have been a reader since I was a little kid. Um, my dad is a very big reader and has been a big reader since he was a kid. And so I kind of like passed that down onto me when I was little. I think I mentioned in our Harry Potter episode that um, Harry Potter was kind of one of the very first book series that I ever read um, as a kid and was just like so obsessed. A series of unfortunate events, if you know those books. Mm -hmm. um, and I read a lot as a kid. Like I was a, I was an avid reader from, you know, age six to probably like 10. And then I think like a lot of people when you enter school and like a higher level of school and now you're being forced, you're forced to read yep. books that maybe you don't necessarily want to read your, well, I should speak for myself. My interest in reading just drastically went down because now reading's a chore, Right, I have to read for school. Yep. I have to read these books that I don't want to read. And this is a whole other thing that is like not even for this show, but just like there needs to be a complete and total revamp of like the, books that are assigned in Great. school and like assigned reading because not only are they very old school i think for most like most schools and it's like white male authors and it's not very diverse but also they're not books that i think a lot of kids can really grasp or yeah. find real enjoyment and some kids i think love a good classic like of mice and men or whatever and and there are a few like I'm I love to kill a mockingbird. I think that book is amazing. I love The Great Gatsby. Mm -hmm. But like The Great Gatsby for me is like 250 pages or something and it's a very interesting story. Like, yeah, it's right. a very captivating story. That I I can understand that book continuing to be um assigned to high schoolers or whatever. But there are some that I'm just like yeah. No one cares about this. Or it's like if if the message is what you're trying to relay like there's more updated but like the right. scarlet letter right. was one that i was just kind of like once i actually read it it was good and it's fine but yeah. like i didn't appreciate it until easy a came out <laughs> <laughs> right or or just have the read the read um you know scarlet or like um 1984 uh, and and then read something that was maybe written in the last 20 years right and go back like just going going back and forth so i really hit 
I I did not read. I mean, I did not read for fun. I don't think really ever high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe a book here and there I would I would read, but I was just not into it. College, again, kind of same thing. But again, I think part of it is that we're just at least I was because I was I was a um like history minor. I I was I was in I was in a lot of classes where I was having to read a lot yeah. for, for school. And so I'm just like, okay, I'm already reading X amount of hours a week and I quote unquote work. I don't want to have to then I I, di- I didn't feel up for reading for fun. So it wasn't really until um Honestly, and I and then I would always joke like once you graduated college, I joked that I read a book a season. So like every season, I would read a book. Um, and they're always like the popular book at the time, like Gone Girl, yeah. or whatever other pop- whatever book to movie or yeah, yeah something that was like trending at the time. Yeah, very very trendy. And I think like a lot of people, it wasn't really until COVID that um. I was like, well, I'm not doing very much. I'm re- I'm watching some TV. I might as well just get into reading. And so I was reading like a book a day mm. in COVID. And uh, we, we'll get into some of the books that I think I've read that were then popular, became popular on Book Talk. But that's really when I think I read like over, I don't know, like 70 books in 2020 or something. And then now it's like stabilized to the point where I read before bed every night. I'm not, I obviously don't have the time to read a book a day because I, you know, now I have a life um, doing this, but, um, <laughs> but uh, it's, it, it is crazy how, and it, I feel like it's, I really enjoyed like enjoying to read. And, yeah. And, and, and that sounds dumb, but like it's now, I'm now enjoying it. I'm like, oh yeah, reading is fun. fun. Yeah, demental. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, oh, it's like one of those terrible posters hi- yeah. hanging in the high schools. Yeah. Um, and uh, and <laughs> there's like something out there for you. I think that's the other thing is people yeah. feel like there's no book that I'm gonna really jive with, or I or I have to be like really into literature. Yeah, like I have to no. be like to enjoy reading, and and there's varying degrees of um like difficulty of books yep. and also just like storylines and there i mean we we often i don't want to say we disagree but like our tastes in books are very different yeah not very but they're but 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 they're different um and there's something for everybody which is what i really like and i think book talk is has been very good about um reaching those different types of people and showing people that you don't have to be like some Harvard grab with your book and a note or your nose in a book, your book and a nose um, to call yourself a reader. Totally. You know? So anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So reading for me is interesting. Like I, um, when I was in elementary school, before I moved to Lawrence, I was in like the gifted program, mm-hmm. which like never, I didn't understand it, but it was just kind of this like, well, you you can read really well. Mm-hmm. So you should. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to like, mm-hmm. so it sort of felt like this rebellious thing. So I, I would say like r- reading for me was kind of a chore for a while too. And then in middle school, I think is when the click books <laughs> came out. I read those series. I've, I think I've all, and something I noticed when I was going through like my Goodreads and um, like my Wattpad archive <laughs> is that I'm really, I really like series. Yeah. Um, whether it, I feel like what's trendy now is like, you have you're reading a series but and like each book is in the same world and like the same friends are included but you're getting like a different perspective POV or whatever yeah. um and 
So I really liked that. I was obsessed with Twilight. Yeah, I guess I did read. I did read Twilight. Yeah, I did read Twilight. But like others, I didn't really like. I never got on the Harry Potter train. I never got on the series of unfortunate events because I think when a lot of that came out, I wasn't in the reading headspace. Yeah, it was younger. We were we were younger. Yeah. I also read The Hunger Games. Too, oh, and I, I never read that. I which... really like. I remember reading that in high school. Actually, one of my best friends in high school, I think it was high school, was reading The Hunger Games, and I remember she would like be at like lunchtime like reading the book i was like okay if she's reading at lunch yeah this book is i was reading in like chemistry class i kept getting in trouble right and uh and so i remember reading it and i was just like whoa this book is and that book honestly like it is legitimately a good book interesting book um but so yeah so like if if there was like a trending again like book to movie yeah thing i would read that but i was not searching looking for i was the kid that was reading magazines honestly yeah at that time you know yeah so then i remember the the most so twilight was one of those books that and i'm sure if you're a reader you have felt this where it's just like everything you're doing in between reading is just the thing you have to do in order to get back into your bed or onto the couch to read the thing and when we were studying abroad in london I we had internships at the time and I didn't have a lot to do at my internship. I was basically a glorified like front desk person, which was totally fine. But like left. But didn't you work? Yeah. Which is wild. Like, okay. So I'll do a quick sidebar here for a second. Sorry, guys. I at this point, you you understand how we talk. We communicate. And I just hope that you don't mind the tangents. So I worked for I'm not going to say the name because I, I, I'm just not going to. But um. It's probably all on my LinkedIn anyway. But I worked for this PR company that specialized in luxury automotives. And at the time, I was just like, cars, boring. But it was not. I mean, I was cool. Like the people were super nice. I remember I did a... um, They needed an American voice for this voiceover pitch that they were doing. And I did it. And I was like so nervous. And I had a microphone like this. And I'm like sitting in this broom closet so that, you know, to kind of keep the sound down. And I like did a first reading of it. And I come out and... I thought he was totally screwing with me, but he was like, have you done this before? And I was like, no, he was like, you're so good. Your voice is so good for this. And I was just like, thank you. You Feel free to to hire me. Yeah. And actually that happened in a couple of journalism classes that we were in too. People were like, when we were critiquing stuff, I remember someone being like, you have a really good voice, like for voiceovers. And I was just, the amount of times I've researched voice acting is ridiculous, but I just, it's it's a lot of work. Sorry, guys, I'm eating um, hot That dog. is like the cardinal know, rule or cardinal sin of recording. Um, you don't have a, what do you call it? Um, Accent? No, no, no. A, um, a vocal fry. Oh. A vocal fry. Yeah. Um, a lot of podcasters, we won't have to name names, but they have vocal fries and it's difficult for some people yeah. to listen to. Yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, I did. Um, they... W- now I know work with Formula One in certain like with certain clients, uh, I think with Williams a little bit. And I don't know what they're doing with them. But I remember there's uh, like the Goodwood Festival of Speed is a big, I think, motorsport um, festival in the UK. And I remember I and I actually I should look and see if it's on my old computer, because now that I think about it, I'm 99 percent sure that I was writing a like Q&A script for them to talk to Ted Kravitz. No way. <laughs> I honestly, no because every time I've seen his name, I'm like, this just feels really familiar and i could be like totally making this up and i'll you that's have to check. i will because I, I do need to dig back into my but it was such an old computer like i don't okay, know well, if actually, i still have it i can you know what you can look do? and see if the year yeah so it would have been 28 yeah no no, no, no 2014 oh yeah yeah why did i think 2018 no, also yeah 
I, I was thinking honestly in World Cup years. So yeah. Okay. Like, but yeah. Anyway, um, no, just look. I'll up, look and see like, who was on, there. Look online. Yeah. Like, would, like see what if there was any articles written. You know, with yeah. Ted Kravitz. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to look. Um, but yeah, so I that and I think in hindsight now too, I'm like, oh, that was like really cool. And the people were so nice and it was in a really cool area. And it's not they just I think thought they would maybe have more for me to do. I do remember I was making a bunch of calls and I um kept calling it Jaguar because like that's how Americans say it. And I'm literally, guys, I'm on call 19 of 20. And she comes out and she goes, When you're saying it, you need to say Jaguar. And I was like, okay. Uh, I've called all of these people already. That would have been a super helpful tip 19 calls ago. And also like that just sounds so silly. But the amount of people who called me back because they wanted to talk to American was really funny. Oh, really? They're like, I really loved your accent. I oh. was like, <laughs> I like yours better. Anyway, moving on. So, well, no, not really moving on. But the reason <laughs> I bring that up is because um, this was like peak One Direction time for us. Um, I had, we had just like, I had just seen them in Dublin. At some point we went, I don't remember if it was before or after I started reading this, but we went to see them it was, at Wembley. It was before because we went like our second weekend in okay. London. Yeah, and I had to like leave because I was dehydrated from the night before. Do you remember that? Yes, I, I like do. I got sick I at do. work because I, I was so that. dehydrated. Um. Anyway, so I, you know, was just doing some like I'm just like putzing around on the internet because I don't have anything else to do, but I have to be there for ten hours, you know, or eight hours a day, and I come across this article about this book that was written about, um. Harry Styles and like One Direction and I was like oh that's interesting like and I kind of rolled my eyes because it was like fan fiction and I was like Ugh, how weird so I start reading it and when I tell you that it was consuming it it was after I read after I read all of the books of after guys it took over my life Zoe can attest like I was like sorry guys I gotta finish reading this before we yeah, have dinner we were, and we it was gross living in a house with how many other people seven Seven there was others. eight of us total. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And we'd all, after work or whatever, we'd all be hanging out. Well, we all, sans Hannah, we'd all be hanging out in the living room, like, laughing, hanging out, chatting. And we'd be like, where's Hannah? She would be always down. And also, because Hannah lived by her, she had the room. The yeah, my own room. room. And everybody else either had, I had two roommates. Everyone else always had one in our rooms. And, um... Hannah would always be down there reading and we're like that's where she is and and I remember thinking like doesn't she want to hang out with all of us like doesn't like isn't this more fun but yes no well but it, and it wasn't even that I think there's also something about my like that has always been when I get home when I got home from school I like needed a beat oh I mean you're telling you're talking you're I know I know I know I, so I, I think I, it was just it. but anyway so but it was also just like I mean I was reading it on the tube I was reading it while I was walking I was you know it was just it was too much um but I think that was the moment too that I realized um I like fan look after is meh okay like I liked I liked reading it I was enjoying it I was captivated in the story but I think it was the first time I realized that fan fiction is can actually be like a really great story and that also like when i was reading after which by the way if you've ever just seen the movie and not read the book like after is a harry styles fan fiction so haha um harden is harry and um but where was i going with that oh that it isn't like i don't like the stories that are like harry styles as harry styles like i never when i was reading these books like 
pictured Harry Styles. It was just the name of the character in the book, if that makes sense. Okay, got it. And that's just for me personally. And also that happens a lot when I'm reading. Like I don't necessarily like picture who like while I'm reading it, I don't see a face in my head. Oh, I do always. Yeah. I don't necessarily like I can picture who I think would like be a good person to play them in the movie or whatever, but I don't like visually see them while I'm reading. Anyway, so um well and also like fan fiction and we can get into this later I'm I'm sure, but it's basically it's just authors who are unpublished it's just yeah it's just books that are not published but it's, like so many other things it's gotten this massively negative connotation because i do think yeah what i think also think is really funny is people are like why are you objectifying this person i'm like have you read a romance novel in the last like they're all spicy or not all but a lot of them are spicy and base all this person everyone who writes has taken inspiration from somewhere you just happen to know the person that they've taken inspiration for, from like 50 shades of gray is a twilight fan fiction which i know is different because it's a fan fiction based on a fictional character but right yeah anyway um so then when covid hit and i what did we call it my um regression regression i went okay well we all had our coping mechanisms. No, I know. I'm not upset about it. I'm not yeah. embarrassed. I'm just saying like that. So I remembered how consuming after was. And I thought, oh, I should read. Let me get back on a Wattpad. For those of you who don't know, Wattpad is basically... I think, And I think AO3 is one now too, which I'm not super familiar with. But it's basically just like a publishing... It's a platform for fan fiction of all kinds. Um, I was dialed in on the Harry Styles fan fiction. And... Um, I read, I totaled it up. Where did I read? I read 32 fan fictions in like four months, I think. That's a lot. I mean, I would wake up, I would sit on the well, couch. You were also, and to be fair to you, in a way, you did not, you had lost your job. Oh, yeah. I so was you, laid off. I was, had nothing yeah, to you, do. It wasn't like you were working. And you, I mean, you had the full day to read. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I came upstairs, I sat on the couch, and I read until it got dark. Or, you know, until like happy hour, then we would, you know, have a bev and then I would read it some more and then I would stay up way too late reading and then I'd fall asleep and I'd do it all again the next day. Um, and I just found some really great books that way. And then I think I was kind of like, oh, I got to this point where I like missed reading, but I didn't want to die. Because the thing with fan fictions is like some of the ones that I kept reading, like they're actively being published yeah. or like written. And yeah. so I, I like I couldn't I couldn't hang with that anymore. And I started I think actually maybe the book that broke the seal was um, the. Oh, the one the one that Anne Hathaway is acting in right now, the oh, Harry the, Styles one, the idea of you, the idea of you. And I was like, oh, I, I missed this. And I was actually reading well, it. Because I told you to read it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I, I just like, hadn't. Yeah, because I had read that book. So there's this book called The Idea of You, which was which is a published book um, now being currently under um, filming. It's being made into a movie starring Anne Hathaway. Um, but it was it, it it is was born out of a Harry Styles fan fiction about this older woman. Well, not older. I mean, she's like 40 years old, has a daughter. She ends up meeting this boy band guy at one of his concerts they end up having a relationship and this guy is obviously based off of harry styles and right. the gr- group is based off of one direction and um it's i can't remember when it was published originally but way i and i actually was thinking about this the other day i read it on my i did this 10-week trip the um summer of t- 2018 and um i was reading it in europe and i was reading it outside of the vatican 
<laughs> which feels like maybe yeah. not the best place to read that yeah. book. But I remember like sitting outside of it, like waiting for Emily. I was with our friend Emily. Um, and she was with some other people and uh, I was just like sitting out there and I had it on my phone reading yeah. it. And I was like, yeah. this is, I don't know if anyone else has read this book outside the Vatican before. <laughs> if you then, have, let us know. But, but it was a, it was, I mean, it was a, it was a perfectly fine book. I, you know, it was an easy read, something just to kind of pass the time. But I, when I finished it, I was like, Hannah, you've got to read this book. Like it's Harry Styles fan fiction. I feel like it took you a little while to it did, get on board. There were so many on my list. Like yeah. I was just like plowing, like going yeah. through all these books. But then you finally read. So I was yeah, like, I did. Um, but yeah, and there were some that like still really sit with me. I do remember. Well, actually, I'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, and then I, so then I think when at some point I started reading in, I got, because I was reading so much, but I also love taking baths. I was like, what do I do? So I got this like waterproof case for my iPad. And then I just like, I really liked reading digitally. And I, and then when with book talk starting to kind of consume, I hate feeling left out of something that's trending. Okay. And I think that that's really where for me, book talk has helped. Cause like, Verity, like all the Colleen Hoover books, I feel like she's one. And in my research, she was one that was like talked about a lot, which I mean, I knew already, but is one of the authors that has, I mean, for I think I can't remember if it was this year or last year, but there was a New York Times article that came out. And out of the 10 of the best selling books so far this year, Colleen Hoover has written four of them. And then It Starts With Us just came out, which is the second book to her book, It Ends With Us. And I think she basically solely wrote it because book talk said they needed it right um which i think is super powerful but yeah i mean there's just so many stories i have like a verity i think was maybe also the the next one or maybe it was layla it was yeah. verity well yeah because i i read verity um uh during covid um i think and i i enjoyed that book a lot i am not you know, admittedly, I'm not the biggest Colleen Hoover fan. She's not the uh, my author of choice necessarily. I read a handful of her books, um, but there's no denying how incredibly yeah. successful she's become and how much people just love yeah. her books. And yeah. I think especially with like younger teens, like who are again probably high school age, um, it's just taken the world. I mean, she's just like everything to them. And yeah, obsessed. And she's. I love how like she's been really like active she's active online too yep. which i think is like really fun and and i appreciate how much like she is like attributes the success of what she's i mean she's already successful before obviously but like just i don't know it's been really cool to see this like whole kind of community surge and i i also saw and i i forgot to write his handle down but i um i've seen a few videos from this guy who doesn't really know how to read he's mm. like an adult um I can't I think his name's like Oliver. I can't remember. I'll try and see if I can find it. Um, but he um because of like some abuse in his childhood and then like some like poor teachers at his school, he was just he was basically said, like, I was so focused on being safe mm -hmm. that I like didn't have the brain capacity to figure out how to read. So mm -hmm. like he could read enough to get by, get through the day and like, you know, get a job and all of that. Um, but he's like, I basically found book talk and it's just been really cool that they've like all kind of like taken him in and like suggest books for him to like start reading. Yeah, and I, I don't know, that. it's just a really cool, I feel like I'm sure there's toxicity in it. I haven't really seen it cause I don't think I'm like dive in enough to it. Um, but I just think it's cool. Like there's just so much positivity on that side of the world. And I just, I, I really think it's amazing how much it's changed the publishing industry. Yeah. 
for sure. And like keep books cool, you know, totally, totally make reading cool again. Exactly. Um, so what, why did I just lose my train of thought? Oh, books that you reread yeah books so I think one of the things that I find interesting is when I have been scrolling through book talk like a lot of people are like oh I've read this book so many times I've read this Mm. I the only book that I have that I remember that I have reread and I think I've reread it twice is a fan fiction called Inclination okay by Peanut Boyfriend on Wattpad I don't make the rules um loved it she has four she also wrote Ariel which um was a really like I think that was the other thing is like for me, book talk was like started as fanfic talk, like in my regression. Um, but yeah, I like I've read it like three times. I love it so much. And I think about it all the time. Um, is there books that you've like reread, reread. multiple times? Um, I have reread some Harry Potter um, just because part of it is I read some of them when I was eight or nine right so it's like oh well maybe i would you know that'd be nice to go back and i actually there's i actually was thinking about that recently like oh i would like to go back and reread some of those harry potter books because it's been whatever it's been 10 15 years since i first read it um other than that no i i am not a rereader and, and even books that i love, love love like my favorite books i will buy so any book that i've given five stars like any because i i have a notes app on my phone and i'm I am not. I am the opposite of I know. you. That's I, I only give a handful of books five stars. I'm a pretty harsh critic. Um, and so if I give a book a five star rating, I if I didn't if I didn't buy it or didn't read it like a physical copy of it, if I read it like on my Kindle or something, I will buy the physical copy of the book because I want to keep it for like the oh. future, like you know, keep it in my library, so to speak. So I will. So I have. Um, hard copies of like all my favorite books, but I have yet to go back to read them. Um, so maybe down the road, yeah. at some point I will. But I'm I am not really a rereader. Yeah, I mean, outside of the uh, fanfics, lol. Um, I'm not really either. What makes you give a book five stars? Like, what's your criteria? My criteria is a great question. My criteria is so I am a. I don't want to. Well, if you listen to this, you guys probably know that I'm a bit of a judgy wudgy person. And I'm a bit judgmental and I'm, I don't, I listen, I'm not a published author. I don't claim to be a published author, obviously, because I'm not one. Like, I don't claim to be like, I could do better than all these people, but I, I have a hard time when a book is not well-written mm-hmm. and, uh, and I really struggle with cheesy writing, yeah. like, just baseline. And so there might be storylines or plots that I like, but if the, if the quality of the writing is not to my to my standard, um, I struggle to give it like a better than like a three or a three and a half stars. The books that I feel like I give five stars to are books where I am I I like the writing, I am enthralled by the story. Most books for me, I will read and I will like, but I can I can go a couple days and not pick it up. Sure, it's the books where I'm literally I'm like excited to get back into the storyline where I'm I I'm captivated by it and I feel like it's taking me somewhere that I've never really been or yeah. it's, or it's um it's making me think or whatever the thing is making me feel something think about my own life whatever um and honestly it's just kind of a gut feeling when yeah. I, when I finish it I'm like that's five stars um there are some books that not not even that that I gave them five stars after but there are some books that I finished 
And I was like, oh, that was that was good. But then I it's it stayed in my brain. I kept thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like one of those books um, is Conversations with Friends. Okay. The, um, Sally Rooney book. For those who don't know, she wrote Normal People. Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot. I was like, it's with Paul Mescal. Um, Yes. She wrote that book, which obviously was a show, very popular show. And I guess also Conversations with Friends became a show, which I did not enjoy. Um, but that book I read and I liked, but it it I it stuck with me the ending especially I was just like wow like it just it just stayed with me and so I I went back and I changed the rating of it because I was like this this should contribute to the score of yeah the, of the book so yeah sometimes it's it's those types of things then but, you just keep the ratings in your notes page or yeah. on Goodreads too? no I I don't use Goodreads I don't know why I just I, yeah, oh. I have it in my notes I like have like books read in 2020 and I have just like a list of all the books I read in, in 2020 gotcha. and then I have it for 2021 mm-hmm. yeah so I think honestly I do not think I've given a book five stars this year okay um I don't know how many I gave last year um I think I maybe only gave like five books five stars in 2020 hmm. um I'm not good stingy stingy with how that. many books have you read this year do you know um I can tell you um, not that many. Um, I can. I mean, not as many as as the past years. Um, twenty twenty two. Let's see here. Oh, I did give one book five stars. Which one was it? One moment. Oh, she's counting. <laughs> Stand by, everyone. Twenty one, which is which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, you've read like real books. I've read twenty nine. Oh, okay. Which nice. I feel really proud of. That's yeah. That's that's very good. My goal, I think, was to read like. I don't know, 30 in a year. So I don't know if I'm going to get there. I've been very slow. I mean, I, I haven't like, there's a book I'm reading right now that I've been reading for probably the last month. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I haven't read, I haven't read in probably a week. Like I've been slacking on my reading. Um, The book that I gave five stars, it's called, um, it's called everything I know about love. Have you oh. heard of it? Mm-hmm. Actually, it was a, I, it was a book I found on TikTok. Talk. Yeah, it was. So it's by this author. It's a, um, it's a uh, memoir, basically, oh. of this author named Dolly Alderton. Alderton, um, and she's British. She's like in her thirties, and um, sh- it's basically a book about kind of a book of kind of short essays about her life and her friendship and um, like work and growing up and dating and all this stuff. And it's it's. It, of course, it's called Everything I Know About Love, and it's kind of about like romantic love, but it's really a book about friendship mm. and her friendship and and people that she, you know, her like closest friends, and and it's just a book about being like the struggles of being in your twenties yeah. and navigating life and going through all the stuff that we go through. Um, it's very I I really loved it a lot, and there's like one specific passage that or like part of it that was just like was like oh my god like i related to this so much um so anyway it's a good book love it yeah um well one of the questions that i was going to ask you is books that stay with you a lot like that you keep thinking of so you said conversations with friends is there another like are there others that like you think about a lot or well my favorite book of the last handful of years i don't know that i could say it's my favorite book of all time but Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. That's one I actually really genuinely want to reread. Yes. And I, it's and I, so good. I'm sure I, I, I will. And that's, I think, I don't know if it was a TikTok find or what that was because I read it like very early, early. Yeah. COVID. I think I read it because of you. Did you get it from like book of the month or something? No, um, I read it on my mom's Kindle. I think it was, I, it, it may have been TikTok, but I just love that book so much so because good. it was well-written, but it was fun. And it was also, didn't expect it to be the way that it was yeah it was like 
and I so Taylor Jenkins Reid is the author that wrote that book, and she's become pretty. She's like a book talk yeah I agree. person. You know, her books are fra- are fairly popular. And what I love about her writing is that she is a good writer, but she writes about fun things. Yes, it's not heavy. I mean, it can it can, it can get kind of heavy, but like they're beach reedy type books. Yeah, but they're well written. Yeah. Um, and also it's just the combination of it's this fictional actress about this fictional actress and like her living life in Hollywood, which is right up my alley. Mm-hmm. But it also has this deeper yeah. message without giving anything away. It's so good. And it was very emotional. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see it on the screen. I just yeah. hope they do it justice. So that was a great one. Um, The Nightingale. I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever read I've, that. I haven't by, read it yet. By but... Kristen Hanna. Very good book. Very emotional. Again, very well written. Um, one of my favorite books, um, by Ellen Hildebrand, who's a very popular, you know, beach reedy author, but it's called, um, Perfect Couple. <laughs> yes. I don't know why my brain's it's okay. Yes, Perfect Couple, uh, which is basically like a murder mystery, which so it doesn't so seem, good. but it's so, it's so good. And it's genuinely, it was one of those books where I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Didn't know what to expect next. And I was I was interested in every single storyline, every single I'm also not I have a very hard time with like romance novels. Mm-hmm. I struggle with the writing in like a traditional romance chick. Can't romance. relate, but yes, yeah, I understand. I just, I just like it for example, if it's like an enemies to lovers romance and she's it the writing's always to me very cheesy. Like, yeah, sure. I hate him and he sucks and he's blah, 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 yeah. but I couldn't help but keep staring at him. Yeah, it's like stress, yeah. It's just <laughs> stuff. I'm, I'm, and literally, I read it. I'm just like, God, like shut up. Like, yeah. I, I and and so I found myself like I tend to like I I I like it when the relationship or whatever in the book is not the focus of the book. Yeah, it's like a byproduct of the story. Yeah. Kind of. and so like I was so not to again not to give anything away because everyone should read that book. Um. But the relationship that kind of transforms or comes to, to light in that book, I was just like so invested in that yeah. storyline, which I've never really been invested in any other like relationship storyline in any other book before. So mm-hmm. those are the few that come to mind that are that are recent that I was like, oh, yeah, that was a good one. How about you? Yeah. Um. So my policeman, actually, I did read that when we found out about the movie. I think I actually. Yeah. It was when we knew that the movie that Harry Styles was going to be in the movie, and actually that book rocked me. It's so phenomenal. If you haven't read it, I wanted to read it before I saw the movie because I prefer to do it in that order. But because usually the book is better, just because you get so much more insight on the characters' thoughts and stuff, because you can't obviously put that all on screen. Um, but that is one I, I think about a lot. I really love that book. Um, Ariel, the fanfic that I was talking about earlier, is one I actually still haven't read it because it, like, I, I, there was a part in it. First of all, I think it was the equivalent of five novels, the length wow. of it. Okay. And I, she was actively updating it. And so it was just like, um, the second to last, I was stopped. I mean, I cried for probably two days and it was like a weird time, like COVID, whatever. But it like these characters just got like so stuck in my soul and I, it just like was very hard. So I still haven't read the final um, like chapter. I'm kind of scared too. There was one, um, Seven Husbands is one that I do think about a lot. There was one that I was just thinking about too that I, I has now escaped my brain. But there's one that I, there was this fan fiction, and I'll tell you, it was terrible. I just like needed to get like something cheesy, Detached. just like a quick, yep. yeah. It was so bad. 
I think in hindsight, I believe it was written by like a 14, 15 year old. So like no, no shame. I believe it was called Diner. I do not remember the author. You guys, it was like a hot and like spoiler alert. Like, I don't know, fast forward 30 seconds, but like you probably won't read it. It was like the worst kind of Hallmark movie in a book. And then they both die in a car accident on the last page. Oh, God. I was so angry. I was so like probably depressed but like pretending i wasn't depressed i was bawling i was pissed off like my family's all sitting in the living room the lights it, like it had, the sun had just set so it's dark because we never turned out we didn't end up turning on any lights yet and i'm just like are you i mean i lost my my parents are like are you fine i'm like no who's gonna disrespect me like this while i'm going through a hard time what the hell i was so mad know. Huh? Don't they know that we're going? Yeah, I'm just like, what are you doing here? To kill them off at the end. Can't we like choose your own adventure? Couldn't I pick like, like they just had a baby. They went out for like their anniversary with a babysitter and you're telling me they both died? What the hell? Yeah, rude. Really, really ticked me off. Um, I wish I remembered the other one I was going to talk about. Um, but in case anyone's wondering, I'm just going to enter this because I meant to talk about it earlier. But, um, the fan fictions that I love the most are Ariel, Inclination, and Kismet from Peanut Boyfriend, and then Mystery Mixtapes, Stall, one and two, if you know, you know, and Perspective, which I'm just begging her to update because those are actually, I think these are the ones for me that I was just like, I remember them as being legitimately good books that if they were not quote unquote fan fiction and were written, you know, different character, like would I think be really good book talk but i guess you know what i mean like i feel like people if they didn't have this harry styles fanfic billboard on them people would read them and really enjoy them i thought they were very well done um and really liked them um so yeah and then i just have a question because i've always been curious and we've never really talked about this before but what's your and i know you don't like traditional romance whatever but like how are you what's your spicy book do you like them do you not like them um i have no real and I and also like it's funny like I I I like the Bridgerton series those are mm. romance novels yeah. basically I mean they are so it's not that I don't it's just I have to find the ones that I yeah can get past well the I know what you're talking about writing. like you you read some and you're like yeah. I've read a book book recently that we both talked about that for me to be like this writing is awful it was brutal to get through right. means something right. and like Ellen Hildebrand who I just mentioned most of her novels are sort of romancy beach read not they're not always romance but there's maybe some element of them yeah and i really enjoy those because again i like the writing so it's always it comes back to that um but spicy books i'm not like a i don't read a lot of those books that like people talk about that are like oh wow this is like real yeah spicy. um but i have no i'm not anti i'm not pro i'm just sure. like whatever yeah you know? um know. yeah no i i I'm a big rom like the traditional kind of cheesy like Tessa Bailey books. Right. Love them. I've never read any. Of yeah, hers. love her books. Uh, I'm a I'm a coho girl. Yes. Um, I don't know. I just like getting lost in easy to read story. I think too for me sometimes like reading, I only like the better escape for me in reading is just these like mindless. You kind of know what's gonna happen at the end. I do miss, I like really miss reading like kind of the whodunit. Well, I was going to ask you because I for, got into those for a while too. For me, I, I'm someone who I will read, like I just read this book called The Secret History, which is by, well, I just, I, I didn't just read it. I read it like a couple months ago and it's by Donna Tartt who wrote, who wrote um, The Goldfinch, mm. which became a yeah. movie. And then this is a book that's, it won like, I think it won like the Pulitzer Prize 
um, it was published like in the 90s. So it's an older book. Um, it's quite it's quite long, but it's a book that people have said is very, very good. And and um, it's kind of a thriller-ish, not really, not really, but kind of, I guess, book. Um, and uh, once I finished that, I was like, okay, I need to now read something like very, very light, very yeah. easy. And I find myself that like I have to completely like yep. go opposite of what I just read. Or if I just read like something light and easy, I'm like, okay, I need to like read something that's going to like make my brain like itch, itch my like, you know, yeah. simulate my brain. Do you feel like you have that or do you feel like you're sure. the same? Well, it kind of depends, I think, because I don't really like scary. Right. And not that you do either, but like Lisa, is it Lisa Foley? The guest list? Lucy and Foley. Lucy, Lucy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa Jewell is um, uh, a big thriller. Yes. Writer. Okay. Yeah. So and then there was like... um oh what's her name harper is the last name she wrote the dry jane harper i think because there was a couple book to- or a uh, book of the month books that she uh wrote i think one of them was maybe called survive I'm- oh okay mm-hmm. um anyway so i like those books that are not there's a and kind of the um perfect couple there's yeah. a question mark and you're kind of going from all the perspectives of the different people to f- try and figure it out mm-hmm. but i'm it's not like jump scary i guess sure. uh, those i can't because i think one of the things i love about um and we can get into this in a second but that i love about book talk is when they ch- are like live reading showing their reactions mm. i forget the reactions you can get when you're reading a book mm-hmm. like when you're reading and you're just like Oh my god. Oh my. Like sometimes when you're watching, did you watch um Tell Me Lies? No. Okay. Never mind. Um the reaction I had on the end of the very last episode of that I should is watch it, the, is the reaction I love to have when sure. I'm reading books where yeah. you're just like, "What?" Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's I think it's hard. I, I feel like I've always been one and I feel like you're similar to this too. Like most of the time I can figure out how it's going to end. Yes. You, sometimes the, the, how, when I figure out how it's it gonna end, change really it. Shock you, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So I, but that like really shook me to my core. Um, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm on like such a. It's okay. What was I? What I was, was asking about? if you have to read something different after you read. Something. Oh yeah, like but a, usually because sometimes it like I get I get spooked out. Um, right. but then sometimes I do. I just like moving into the next one. I don't know. It's hard. I really do go back and forth a lot. But yeah, I, I would say. It is nice to like have a palate cleanser. Yes, yes. But I, I, I mostly read palate cleansers. Right. I was just, yeah, that's because for me, I try to like. I, I guess my thing is I try to read, um, not like hard, not super difficult. I'm not reading like Tolstoy. Or yeah, whatever. right. But I, I try to read maybe something that's a bit more like I don't typically read memoirs. Right, and I don't really either, actually. Oh. Um, but I don't really read a, a, a lot of fiction. I mean. A, a lot of nonfiction. Yeah, um, me neither. But uh, I try to read books that people have been like, uh, like maybe Oprah's suggested them. Sure. A little bit. Reese Witherspoon? Well, Reese is probably, like, Reese is probably like right in my, like that's probably her type of book that she suggests and like that level of book is yeah. typically in my, I like a contemporary fiction story. I like maybe something that's yeah. Um, Cause I feel like she, she has some fun books that she, that, that she includes on, on her list, but they're also like, they're for kind of all ages, yeah. all demos. Sure. Anyway, sure. Sure. Continue. Um, okay. So the other thing is I just wanted to go through this, li- the completely 100% accurate list from Wikipedia of the um, popular book talk books. Mm-hmm. 
I think there's, I don't know how many there are, but I'm just, I'm going to read them and I'm just curious to see if you've read them or not. Okay. And then um, I will say if I've read them or not. And then if you are listening and you have read them and recommend them, let me know. Cause there's some on here that I've been kind of iffy on if I want to read them okay. or not. And so I want your help. Let's go. The song of Achilles. No, I haven't read it, but Aaron's read it. Did she like it? Yes. Okay. Well then I'm adding it to my good reads. Yes. Six of Crows, which is actually one that I'm super curious about. I think it's a series. Yeah, I've never read. Okay. They both die at the end. No. I don't think I can handle it if (laughs) it's any, if there's foreshadowing in this title. title. Uh, These Violet Deaths? No. Okay, me neither. Uh, The Invisible Lives, or The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. You have read read that, and you recommended that to me, I think. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I wasn't, like, obsessed. Aaron actually liked it. Okay. Speaking of Aaron. Um... I it think was good. I think it's on my list. I just haven't good. read it yet. Um, it ends with us by Colin Hoover. Haven't read. I read. Loved. That that is actually that was the book that I was gonna talk about earlier. That is one that um I think about a lot, sort of because it was just super interesting because I didn't I don't want to give anything away, but I like didn't expect it to go how it went at the beginning. I wasn't that surprised because I was just kind of like, okay, well, th- where's the issue you know sure where's the problem um but yeah that one that one was uh tough and i'm glad that she wrote it starts with us because uh i think everyone needed that so thank you coho um we were liars i feel like you have read this one by e lockhart i'm reading it right now oh is it good (laughs) well clearly i just said i haven't read in a week um it's oh yeah you did say that um it's good ish it's it's like i'm i'm interested i had just read i think well yeah right before the book i read right before it uh-huh. i it, i needed something that was like going to be uh higher quality like good bio writing and it and it is a, it's very very well written but i just haven't it's not a book that i'm like i need to keep reading i'm like probably about halfway through i i'm i'm right now as as it stands it's like a three star book okay so but yes that's that's funny i was like i know that title because i'm okay. reading it now um a court of thorns so no, but I I'm kind of curious about it. Everyone's okay. obsessed. I don't know what that. I don't think I've heard Oktar, of it. Avatar is so how they you know. Um, oh oh, oh I was like what who? Um, it's like a fantasy. It's like a fantasy series. Oh, Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah. I miss. I thought Roses was the author name for a second. Did um, I say Roses when I said that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But yeah, people are obsessed. I'm like I'm curious. I've also heard some people say that like they didn't like the writing. It was very not well written i again this is not mine because i haven't read it i don't know so but whenever i see that i'm a little bit then apprehensive because i know how you how you do am, right. so but maybe i'll give it a shot i do like i do like fantasy stuff I do too. um because uh, obviously you know harry potter girl so i'm open to those books so maybe i'll give it a shot mm-hmm. i haven't written written <laughs> i've never written anything i haven't <laughs> read a fantasy book the uh kismet the fan fiction i was talking about earlier is sort of like futuristic okay it's so good you guys you have to read it um or not but like you should um ice planet barbarians never read never heard of it um the seven husbands of evelyn hugo 10 out of 10 recommend read guys um the my year of rest and relaxation haven't read haven't read did you read beach read yes and i am not i know this is a controversial um, take. I'm not the biggest Emily Henry fan. Yeah, I've, I, I've heard mixed reviews. I I, I feel like just everyone's from, obsessed. Well, I've I've heard from people like me are obsessed with Emily Henry, uh, and people who read like you are mixed. Yeah, I and I and I read Beach Read, and I was like, it's it's good, like it's fine. I I, I think I would say, oh, it's fine. Then I, but then I thought maybe it's just that book. Maybe so. Then she wrote this other book called People We Meet on Vacation, 
I read that. And then I was also like, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. And so then I kind of, and then I also started to, um, cause they're all, again, they're like palate cleanser type books and they're easy reads. But then I started to read her most recent book called book lovers. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't. And so now I've realized, I don't know that Emily Henry's for, for me, yeah, but thank I can you, but no, see thank how you. she would be for other people. Yeah. Um, another book series that we, cause we reached out or I've, posted i was just curious about some of our um followers experience with book talk and another series that became which i didn't realize became popular on book talk was the dirty air series yes. which um i'm on book number four currently um man those drivers go through a lot of trials and tribulations um but what i didn't realize i would have thought i mean obviously it got popular on book talk but some people that told us actually most of the people who reached out to us said that they found formula one and drive to survive because uh, of the yeah so for those who don't, series. don't know it's a formula one book series oh, yeah. about um it's like a it's like a romance series but it's set in the world of formula one yeah and um yeah it was interesting that it, a lot of people seem to get into the sport because they read the book yes rather than the opposite way. yeah and it's just funny like i think we were ta- did i talk about this on the podcast yesterday when we recorded the one that came out today about um, that I finished reading book three and I have feelings for Lewis yes, Hamilton. Yes, okay. So that's the other thing that I like forget about like what reading does to you is when there's, a, when they are associated with real people. I do wonder, do we think that the author had these people in mind? That I don't or... know. I actually, and I haven't listened to um, two girls when a formula had her on to discuss yeah. and I have not listened to that episode, we but because that. I hadn't read the books yet, but now that I am almost yeah. done, I am curious to listen to that and get more insight. It seems like the Lewis adjacent character. That seems pretty like it's clearly based off of Lewis. Yeah. And then this song, but he's also the only, uh, driver of color that like we're talking about here like he's the um right but like the tattoos no, no i know but that's what, but that's what I, yeah it's like you, yeah it has to be i mean yeah. the picture on the cover it's like okay so this is lewis hamilton and then it seemed like seems like carlos is pretty much based off of what's his name santiago yeah but then the other two seem more ambiguous yeah i would say noah is um what's weird is that physically i get Charles. that's what people have been casted him as right yeah, yeah but personality wise he, there's a lot of like arrogance about him in a way like i would almost so you're thinking max well no not really because i don't know and let us know what you think but um because i then i also so then there's liam who's german driver who i think is what a lot of people have fan casted as pierre but i don't get pierre vibes okay and i don't really know who what vibes i do get okay i think what's also hard is i picture all these people to be super tall so it makes a list pretty short of who it can be. And they're not. Like, I think something about Liam says physically Mick. Okay. But like maybe with like a Kevin personality vibe. Interesting. And what about, what, what's his name? Noah? Noah is Charles with like a Nico Hulkenberg. <laughs> I've totally made that up. Um, but not necessarily wrong, but maybe a, a little bit of Max in just the like, I'm just the best. That's just what I do. I have kind of daddy issues. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I forgot about the daddy issues. I don't know how. Um, yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> so let us know if we're right. Um, Cause I'm just curious. Um, anything else that I really wanted to touch on here? Let's see. Oh, you are a physical book girly. 
Yes, I love a physical book. Yeah, I've really, really started to love my Kindle a lot. I always thought I was a physical book girly, but I think there's something... I feel like I read faster mm-hmm. on the Kindle. I've It's just more like I take it with me everywhere I go. I can read in any light. There's something for me about... the. I mean, I know it sounds dumb, but the physically like turning the page and then also like the bookmark, like you're putting it in your place, like you see how much more yeah. left. Like there's just something very like tangible that yeah. I, I like about it. It feels old school. I feel like I, I also think part of it, too, is I spend so much gosh dang time on my computer, on my phone, sure, on all these like technological devices that sometimes it's nice to just be like, just have a physical book just paper yeah just paper yeah um i have a question though that just came into my brain and i want to ask you because I'm i have this weird hill that i want to die on okay and i think i've talked to you about this before but Sorry, my pants are just getting old i um have this issue it bothers me a lot and i don't know well i do know why but maybe it should i shouldn't let it bother me so much but it very much irritates me when people say like i've read 30 books this year but they've listened to all of these books because that's not reading right and i know people just say i've listened well and that's the thing it's like people are like who cares it's the same thing they finish the book they they and i'm like but you have it and i don't think not that it's a competition or not that not that saying you've read 20 because you could read 20 books that are 200 pages and i could read five books but they're each 700 pages like yeah like the, like the number you read doesn't justify like the quality or also like how sure. much you've actually read right? right well and even earlier when i was like I've read 29 books this year, but I like, which is more than you, but I have also read, you know, yeah. books that aren't hard to get. Like, I didn't read any memoirs. I didn't read any, sure. you know, a book like conversations with friends takes well, some, not that you read it this year, but it takes something to get through. Right. It's not just like those, those mindlessly. Books, those books are short though. Sally Rooney books are like 200 something pages. Oh, well, nice. but you know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I, I do know what you're saying, but, but anyway, so it, but it bothers me for some reason because when you're when you're reading a physical book and whether it's on a kindle sure. or whatever all all that you can do is read you cannot mm-hmm. you cannot clean your house yeah you can't drive you right. can't run all you can do is read and so of course it's going to take you longer to right. get through those books when you listen to books you can listen and go for a run you can listen in your car you can while you're cooking while you're, so it's like it's it, you're not really reading well i get and that's my I've listened to 30 books this year. Awesome. Right. I don't know. But it's like just, you haven't, you if you said I've read X amount of books, but actually you've only listened to all of them, you're not saying the right words. Okay. So I read know, a book and learn how English works. I didn't know if it was me being my, you know. No, no. Um, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I don't think it, I think where the argument comes in is that you're not invalidating that they consumed the material. It's that reading and listening aren't the same. So don't call them the same. Right. Yeah. You. Yeah. I, I thank you. OK. Yeah. I no, to I, I'm totally I'm totally on think team. I'm being um, stingy when no. I say that. But I, I think it's just you they're know, just not the same thing. And, and I, I don't thing. think it takes away from the fact like if someone listened to 30 books this year, good on you. I'm glad I do you think, though, there is something different mentally yeah and that's fine but you can judge you, them when they say i've re- listened to 30 books this year i know but I, I but I, but but i'm saying like i think the benefit like the benefits of reading you don't really get unless you actually read i totally agree <laughs> but anyway okay continue sorry totally agree you have other questions um i really don't oh i do one thing i want to say is there's a tiktoker her name is kiera lewis 75 she's hilarious if you're a book talk person in any capacity please follow her because I just find her really funny. And um, I think that this is what I was going to talk about. The 
because I was going to ask why you think that book talk is so crucial. You've kind of touched on it. And I think her account is one that I love is when so- word of mouth is so crucial for so many things. And I think for such a long time, yes. there was just such a small sphere of like, is this book good? Like if it wasn't being made into a movie or if it wasn't this like somehow like just, you know, the publishers were just like, this has got to be the movie for kids or the book for kids right now. If it wasn't like marketed correctly, it never got to you. And now I think not only do you see people just get like talking to the camera, giving their recommendations, you see them like reading and actively reacting to it, crying, throwing the book across the room. My favorite is when people are like, oh my gosh, I found the spiciest books and they show all the Colleen Hoover books and then someone has stitched it and they come in and they're like, girl, you have no idea what you're talking about. If you think Colleen Hoover is spicy, you are not going to want to read any of these books or whatever. And there's just so much more like personality involved. And I think to your point earlier, it's like you, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like that book. I don't know if it's, but you get so much more when someone said, I liked this book because X, Y, Z. Yeah. Or I didn't really like this because of this. And and you're able to relate and go, oh, okay, well, that's how I feel when I read. Right. And so I probably wouldn't like that either. Right. So, or, I'll, you, you know, whatever. find your people that you re- like can relate your taste to. And then you kind of can go off of that and, um, and I just think it also is given a platform. It's it's allowed so many other, so many authors. And just like, I mean, even for us on TikTok or whoever, like the ability to just like find your audience yeah. and like, find your 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 people and connect with people. I think TikTok has given a platform for people to be like, hey, I haven't, I don't, I, I don't have a publishing house that I'm working with. Like I haven't been signed, but I have this book. And like, if you're into these things, like you yeah. might like it. And that, that video could go viral. And right. Happen so many views and it could get that author yeah i would love for you to join my mailing list i'll send you the first two chapters and if you're you know whatever right. that it's kind just, of stuff it, it, it connects so many more people to authors and reading and i think it i think it also i i found myself doing not so much i guess kind of with book talk but the the viral books that people keep talking about that are sort of in the zeitgeist you you read those you might get into reading through those books but then once you're in you then go back and you read the books that were popular maybe in 2016 yeah. or that you kind of missed because you weren't really a reader at that time. Mm-hmm. And, and like I just did going back and reading the, that book that was written like in the late nineties um, that was popular then. And like people talk about that book. Um, it kind of, you kind of go back and you brush up on maybe the books you missed too. Yeah. So it, it's, it's not just about what's popular now I think it also, I think it's brought a lot of older books back into the conversation totally. as well. Yeah. And I, I just think it's amazing too, like with as much negativity as TikTok and social media in general, like can do, I think it's really cool to see the impact it can have, like not only on just like the people who are consuming it and like that small community, but just like an entire industry, like Barnes and Noble has a book talk section now right. where they, you right. know, they're keeping up with it. And yep. I mean, it's like revitalize it, uh, industry that was failing i mean like people love and i you know like the strand and like these popular bookstores i mean even here like the raven bookstore here in town has like twenty thousand followers on twitter or instagram or so like i just think it's so cool what it's done and i think reading is really important and i think for us like you said like in high school it was just kind of like ugh, this thing i have to do and I'm glad that there's now, regardless of age, like, I think it's really fun to just get excited about reading again. Yep. Cause I think I forgot, like I've been reading more than I've been watching. Like I've today was the first day in probably three weeks that I opened my, well, maybe two weeks that I opened my personal laptop 
to watch. I guess I've been watching the Kardashians, so that's not totally true. But and I'm Nascar not show. watching stuff anymore, really, as often. Like I haven't started, I haven't picked back up the NASCAR show because mm. I've been reading Dirty Air. <laughs> um, you know, sticking in the in right the one, motorsport. one one motorsport for another, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I totally agree, and and I also think too, like we t- we hear a lot about indie bookstores that are going you know out of business or they're struggling to stay afloat people uh, aren't buying books like they used to and and not that I'm you know I'm not here to preach to people but I think if you can buy your favorite books or go to the your local indie bookstore and um purchase a book from them and maybe not off Amazon or or whatever like I think that's also cool too like it's it's keeping that business alive and keeping um those places in business which they definitely need more business so but yeah, that's very cool. Um, yeah. So one last question for you: Please, If you could read one book mm-hmm. for the first time again, what would it be? Just one, not not like a series. Oh, it could be. A, I mean, if it's okay. a series, that's fine. I mean, I think I have to say Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah, because just the how much it unlocked in my brain, and just the world building, and the characters, and um. And I think part of it too is I have a lot of nostalgia for that series. So I think maybe it's, it's, I, I look at it more fondly in a way because it was something that was a part of my childhood and defined my childhood. I think a lot of people who are older have those types of books or whatever. But um, yeah, I'd probably say that. How mm-hmm. about you? Um, it's kind of silly, but I don't care. Um, I would probably read Ariel. And the reason I picked that is because it wasn't completed when I first read it. And Uh so I think kind of reading it in these snippets made it hard. Um, Like, I just kind of want to go on the full journey Mm. now from beginning to end Mm -hmm. without having known anything about it. And quite honestly, like, I think I might have to because it's been so long since I've read it. I don't know if I've forgotten about it. I'm also kind of... If anyone knows what happened to Birdie, who's the... I think her real name's Emily, but that's the author, Pina Boyfriend, is her, like wetpad tag or whatever like she's like not on the internet anymore as far as mm. i'm aware and i just like if anyone knows what's happened to her please let me know i would i think i'd also say to like one of the books i and i mentioned it before that i really loved um that i read in high school uh is a great gatsby mm. and i really that talk about a shocking ending to a story and just like oh my god it's yeah. like depressing and sad but i i love that book and um i wish i knew I think that's the thing about reading in high school that's so interesting. It's like I also love that book, but I hated reading it mm. in school. Like mm. I and I like can read it. Well, I have read it again oh, since, okay. but like I um well, because I never really read it the first time. Mm, I like right. cliff noted yes. and skimmed it yes, and whatever definitely. to talk about it in class. Yeah. And I just that's why part of the reason I'm excited too now for like and I hope that the reading list, you know, whatever changes and yeah, all that. But um yeah. And like I had my English teachers were amazing. Like they were some of my favorite teachers ever. It was just like I'd be reading and and you know when you're reading something and you just like Yeah, you get to the end of the page yeah. and you're like, Oh, I didn't read anything or I haven't a clue what yeah. just happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of how I felt reading those books. Yeah. And it wasn't the teachers and it, it was just kind of like yeah. I don't want to be doing this right. right now. And I mean I have more appreciation for them now. But yeah, Great Gatsby is the one from school. Like of my cement. No. I not for me. Yeah, I kinda like that book. I don't know. I, I would like I'm I uh I I would like to start to dig back into some of those quote unquote classic books that either I just didn't read in high school like it wasn't part of our curriculum or um or ones I maybe did read but didn't care about mm-hmm. um because I might have like I love Pride and Prejudice the um okay Jane Austen book and I I haven't read I don't think I've read any other 
Jane Austen books. I'm like, oh, I should maybe dive into some some Jane Austen and and uh, get into those. Speaking of romance novel, but um, oh yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Like where I'm just like, oh, I I maybe would have a different appreciation for those books now than I did when I was 16 or whatever. Yeah. Um, the last thing I wanted to touch on, um, and I know we've kind of gone over and uh, I'm sorry, I don't usually like do the mapping out of everything. So I've been a You're little a um, nervous and scattered. So thank you for all of your patience during my brain freezes. But great. one thing that I think is, can be difficult and at least for me too, I maybe wasn't always prioritizing it, but like, Books can be expensive. 100%. Um, and I, so I think sometimes the, uh, I guess, barrier to entry for reading can be kind of tough. Mm-hmm. So just a couple things that, and these are like cost related, but I th- I'm pretty sure libraries now check out ebooks. That's what I did basically all of COVID. Um, oh, yeah, you was, did. Yeah, I got a library card online uh, and then just, yeah, rented books off of um, my public library onto my my mom's Kindle at the time. I didn't have one yet, but um. Yeah, it's was there like a waitlist and stuff? Or there are there... for certain books. Yeah, there, okay. there, there are there. There's a waitlist, but you can, you know, you can um, reserve holds for as many. I think maybe not as many, but you can like reserve them, and then as they become available, you can obviously they'll, they'll send you an email. Um, but there's so many books that you will find. Like if you are, for example, an Ellen Hildebrand fan, um, you can find. I mean, something. Yeah, something to read while you're waiting for that book to become available. So um, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely yeah. Yeah, way to save money. Um, yeah. So then there's Kindle Unlimited, which is mm-hmm. still a cost associated with it. So I bought a Kindle on Prime Day last year. I haven't had it that long. Doesn't matter. I bought it at some point. Oh yeah, because I was th- it was it was Prime Day. I was thinking about Black Friday. That's it because I saw something. Mm. Anyway, I got my dates confused. But um, and I they can be expensive, obviously. So I got mine on sale. Um, and I think it came with four months free of Kindle Unlimited. But uh, the subscription is nine ninety nine a month, and you can have fifteen books checked out at one time. And I have yet the only book that I have wanted to read that wasn't on Kindle Unlimited yet was It Starts With Us by Colin Hoover, but it j- had just come out. And so I bought it. Um, yeah. Uh, and I, I do think most of the time, eBooks are a little bit less expensive. It depends. Um, and then there's also Book of the Month. Mm-hmm. If you're kind of like overwhelmed with reading and don't really know where to start and Book Talk feels overwhelming. And you like a physical book. And you like a physical book. Yeah. Um, book of the Month. And I I, I don't... Do you, or do you still have a mm-hmm. subscription? What? I, is, how much is it a month? It's $15 a month, okay. but it's new release books yeah it's either like it's either um they either have books so they give you five options every month um all different genres like they have usually it's like a thriller novel a romance novel Mm -hmm. contemporary fiction like it kind of fits every little box like every box every um type of book and then you can pick one it's 15 dollars, but they're always new books yeah Um, and it's fun that i liked a lot because it gave you like if you wanted to be a mystery one month or if you yeah. wanted a rom-com or whatever, it was fun to get like kind of early access to it, but you, it was fun to get to choose and not feel like, okay, I don't even like those genres. So that's fine. I don't need to look at that, but it didn't feel so overwhelming. I right. think and when also, I first started reading again, you, it like maybe introduces you to books that maybe you would have never thought to read. Mm-hmm. Um, so you try things that try different things. You also can skip, like if you look at the five books and you're like, uh, I'm not really into any of this, you can skip a month. You can just hold, hold over your charge to the next month. So you don't have to get a book if you don't want to. And also mm-hmm. they have like member favorite books. Um, and then like all their old books that are, that you can add on and it's oh, yeah. 10, 10 bucks. So like Typically, if you go to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and you're trying to buy a new book, it's going to be like twenty seven dollars. Mm-hmm. So already the fifteen bucks is a good deal. But then you can get 
other books for 10 bucks because so they're all hardcover right did you all, just say yeah, that all yeah hardback books um so if you if you do like a physical book and i'm like i just i just got a book or i just did it for november um and I, and I got one but i i hadn't i like skipped a couple months in a row so like i didn't end up you know so i'm i spent 15 dollars over the last three months on books so it's um it's good i yeah. I, I enjoy it and um it's fun to Try, try new things. I yeah, guess. Uh, and the last one, and and I'm not sure if this is like a an okay suggestion or not. I have not found any issues with it. I have seen it in a lot of different places, and I have not had any issues with it. You know, I really like it, but I don't know if it's a um, frowned upon. I guess, but it's uh, the zlibrary.org. Uh-huh. So it's z hyphen. I, I heard it was like taken down. Or oh, was it? I, I okay, that, that would make was. sense. Um, so forget about that. But <laughs> before it got potentially taken down, it was you know. Basically, I think people uploaded their like fi- movie files or whatever yeah. of ebooks. Um, so that was pretty it's lovely. High, so yeah, look at books. your yeah, look at, at your uh, local library. Um, but yeah, because I think reading's fun and uh, well, we yeah. talk all this. Well, I guess yeah, talk, reading but, is fundamental. Um, it is. And if you have if you have any suggestions of books you really loved or anything that you feel like we would like, um, just based on what we've mentioned here today, you know, send them our way. We would love to hear your suggestions yes oh and will you um because i want to read some uh, f1 fan fiction will you pull up the message that we got from uh, quincy because she gave us sure. some suggestions and um i want to share them with all of you i'd love to but my phone is our camera for recording which is why i never um, have it here she is okay so they're all on tumblr yeah this, yeah. is our, this is our friend quincy our tiktok friend quincy who yes. listens to our podcast thank you quincy who's also at the Vegas launch party, which you're a queen. Okay. So um, they're all on Tumblr. She says we have uh, Moonlight, which is by Vamos Signs 55. Winner Takes It All uh, by Lights Out Signs. Sorry. They're all the handles are all one word. Um, the Devil in Disguise, um, Big Dick Rick, which is <laughs> Quincy. I don't know if that was a secret. If it was, uh, I'll, I'll message you. <laughs> if it was a secret, we'll take it out. Um, Man's World by SG. Kofi, sorry, um, baby steps by Vivante and August Rush by Harley Dash Sunday. I wish I knew what these ones were all about. I know me too. We'll give it a look, and maybe we'll put a, a glossary on TikTok. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, if and I just have to say, if you've never dug into fan fiction, just give it a try because there's some really actually very talented people out there, and um, you know, yeah. It'll just make me feel better about myself if you read fan fiction too. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all for book talk. I think. Anything else you want to share, Zoe, about reading? <laughs> it's fun. It's good. Don't let your high school experience get you down. Don't let it stop you from reading. Yeah, negative it's experience. fun. We've said that so many times. <laughs> what? Oh, reading that is it's fun. <laughs> I think you should. I think that should be the name of the episode. Um, reading is fundamental. No, just um, talk. you know keep leaving us five-star like reviews and <laughs> writing reviews write a novel review Ooh. on apple pod we have like double the amount of reviews on spotify that we do on um apple so like let's get those apple ones which up. is interesting because our listeners yeah, listen more, more on app oh you think so no 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 I'm, I'm saying we have way more like we it's weird that we have so many more reviews, reviews on spotify yeah because we have more listeners on apple which is interesting yeah so we would appreciate that. Yes, um, and yeah, we'll be back with 
so much more great content in the coming weeks. So yeah. stay tuned. Follow us on all the socials, Instagram and TikTok. And let us know if you want us to start a Twitter. Ooh, that I just gave me anxiety. <laughs> I'm so bad at the internet, you guys. Um, that's what I'm here for. All right, guys. Toodaloo. Love you. Bye.